I wanted to talk about the topic of honoring your blogging evolution. And of course, the topic for this content is do you honor your blogging evolution? Now, just sit tight, guys. I want to go live on Facebook, but it looks like it's not happening. So maybe we will give YouTube a shot as we dive into this and do a little simulcast. You know, when I first started blogging roughly 15 years ago, I held a much different intent. My mind was coming from a lot more of an energy of fear and scarcity, and that was just me at the time. And that's okay. I think a lot of us, when we're new to blogging, we do things more from a poverty conscious mindset, fear, scarcity, loss. We're looking to escape the life that we're tired of and to live a much freer, more enjoyable life. But as we get clear in our mind, we will naturally evolve organically if we're getting clear on our mind. And as we evolve, this is part and parcel with your blogging evolution. So <clears throat> it's critical to evolve because if you don't, not only are you stuck in the past in worldly terms, but you will find that you won't grow as a blogger. YouTube, what's going on, guys? I'm talking about today. Whoa. Working with the lighting situation here, we do what we can. Uh, blogging terms about do you honor your blogging evolution? So I'll just give you a practical example. When I was, I want to say like a half a year to a year, maybe a couple years into my blogging campaign, I was writing and publishing, well, let's say publishing up to 60 posts daily. And a lot of the posts were really thin. I'm talking like 200, 300 words. And a number of them were like short 20 to 30 second, even like 10 second videos. Because at the time, part of my evolution evolving from a mindset of scarcity, at the time I thought, well, just publish as much content as you can, get it all out there. And eventually you will be able to succeed. Maybe you'll get really rich or at least you'll have a ton of traffic. And then from there, you'll really profit, you really prosper. So at the time that made sense. And why was that? Well, 14, 15 years ago, my mind was just nowhere where it's at now, <laughs> nowhere near where it's at now. And that's the case for any blogger or any human being who evolves, right? But as I progressed, I noticed that as my mind got clear slowly but steadily, and I still had a lot of fears and a lot of ideas of scarcity and loss, I embodied or adopted different strategies that were simply part of my growth that I honored. So instead of being fixed with, well, I'm going to publish 60 posts a day, and it was between two blogs, 200 to 300 words and minute-long videos, I began at one point, I think it was 2016, writing and publishing one 7,000 word post a week. 
I felt a little nudge to do it. I don't know if it was more intuitive, more from a clear space or more from the ego. But either way, I honored it to find my flow, to evolve, to experiment. And this is so important, guys, if you want to succeed as an entrepreneur, if you want to become a professional blogger, because so few bloggers, almost no one finds their flow when they begin blogging because most of us do it, this blogging bit, when we start from a fairly heavy, I'll say resistance, but ultimately a fairly heavy energy intent of fear. So when you dive into any venture with a lot of fear in your mind, you appear to be very devolved and you have a lot of evolving to do, and that's okay. That's just an organic way. This is natural. This is how everything unfolds for us. And again, totally, totally fine. But you have to allow yourself to evolve or you will be not only stuck in the past on a worldly level, like, uh, you know, you have to change with the times. We get that. But your mind will not expand. It won't stretch. You won't be open-minded. You won't spot opportunities for growth. You won't spot opportunities for helping people. You won't notice income streams that you should be opening right now or you won't pursue partnerships you won't hear inspiration like right now i just inspiration here go live on facebook didn't work so since i'm open i'm going live on youtube uh broadcast the space on twitter and upload this as a podcast simulcast through three channels that was an inspired thought but I acted on that inspiration. I actually heard it because my mind is open enough and I am aware enough in my mind to hear it. And you have to hear the inspiration. You have to hear the influence from the divine. Call it your gut, if you like, or call it your intuition in order to really thrive with this blogging bit, in order to really be free in your life, in order to feel liberated. I mean, most of us, we know how it goes before we start training our minds. We call it in our head, but we're doing things from ego, fear, limitation, survival, scarcity, poverty. When I say poverty, I just mean like this fear of losing money, trying to survive, giving so much of our lives to dollars on a screen and numbers on a screen, health benefit, and all this other stuff. It's just like nuts. It's like people are trading their lives to survive. And when you're not evolving as a human being, and especially as a blogger for professional bloggers or aspiring professional bloggers, you're going to be lost in the past strategy-wise, but on a more intimate level, when we're talking about the power of the mind, you will be totally closed-minded and unaware of how you need to grow. And you bet your bottom dollar that damn sure that I needed to grow from publishing 60 posts a day to two blogs, and the posts are like 100 to 200 to 300 words and 10 to 20 seconds. Like, that's not how you... Succeed. And if I got clear on it technically, but you guys know you're not going to succeed with thin content. So I evolved from that. Then I went to the 7,000 words a week. Then I evolved into someone who wrote and self-published 126 ebooks. I got a ton of writing practice, but since I honored my evolution, I put that in the past and let them go. I pulled all of them from Amazon, and now I only sell like nine or ten through Gumroad and PayHip. And since I evolved, I didn't cling to the ebooks. I realized I wrote and self-published too many. I wasn't giving the ebooks the love they deserved because there's too many of them. 
and Amazon is taking such a huge cut. So instead of being afraid and not evolving, being afraid to let go and saying, I'm going to fight and stick through, I honored my intuitive pull. I evolved out of that, you know, 100 and whatever ebook blogger. I got a ton of writing practice, a lot of benefits, and I let go of those ebooks. I put, I let them go. I put them away. I deleted all of them from Amazon. I uploaded nine. And this is an example of evolution. You can't cling to the past when you could say when something's not working on a worldly level, but when it doesn't feel right, that's ultimately when you want to come down to in your mind. But let's say egoically or just on a worldly level, it's not working. Evolve. Change. Let go. And you have to honor it. And a lot of bloggers don't honor it. You know, at various points in my blogging career, I was called the king of guest blogging, the king of blog commenting. I never, for at least a super long, a long time, I did it for a bit, I never identified with any of these monikers, these titles, not self-appointed. People are calling me that. Because I realized that if I identified deeply with being the king of guest blogging, I would never evolve. And I would always see myself as, oh, the guest blogging guy. So I had to guest blog. But what if guest blogging stopped working? What if it stopped feeling fun? What if it stopped working? What if it felt tired or I felt it felt worn out? What if it seemed just like, I don't know, something that I no longer resonated with and that you guys weren't enjoying? Well, if I was fully identifying with it, I would never have let it go. However, what I decided to do was evolve and let that go and let in-depth blog commenting go. And it's not about changing strategies for the sake of looking for a bright, shiny object. Nothing to do with that. It has to do with evolving Stripping away the fears, the old worn out, tired strategies, the old blogs, the hmm, checking out what this whole uh, space thing is here. Hey, thanks for joining. Him. Oh, okay, cool. And I could actually retweet. Hey guys, check out my space. Period. I'm broadcasting live now, period. Oh, that didn't work. Hey guys, check out my space, period. Huh, it's not working, guys. Um, um, broadcasting. Why not, right? Okay. Hey guys, I'm broadcasting live now. Retweet. Alright, cool. So, anyway, dudes and dudettes. When you're evolving and when you're growing, you will thrive or you'll position yourself to thrive. You'll feel good. It'll be uncomfortable. Evolving is uncomfortable, but you have to honor it because if you don't honor it, you'll stop growing. You'll stop having fun. You'll identify with being a certain way and then you'll get burnt out. And I saw so many bloggers over the year, myself included, when I identified you know, and didn't evolve for a bit. You think that you have to blog a certain way, like some, like, like, for example, I came across bloggers who were just blog commenting dynamos, and they eventually burned out from blog commenting. They 
got sick of it. And some of them quit blogging. Now, they could have just been moving on from blogging to a more enjoyable venture that they really resonated with, which is cool. But there's a really good chance, too, and I suspect this, that there's this resistance to evolution. So somebody identifies with or sees themselves as a blog commenting dynamo. When they don't listen to the clues, it's starting to feel heavy. They're really not having fun with it. <clears throat> you know, maybe they're feeling a pull towards guest blogging because they could use the same talents and or even devoting more time to their own blog. Instead of listening to that intuitive pull to keep having fun and succeeding and helping people, people tend to cling to, well, I'm the blog comment guy or gal. And this is just a practical example. And they keep just fighting and not evolving, not letting go. Well, I, I, this is what I have to do. I'm the blog commenting guy. I'm the blog commenting gal, whatever. And eventually, after they refuse to evolve, they refuse to honor their evolution towards guest blogging or blogging or even like broadcasting live. Like I'm broadcasting live now on YouTube. I'm doing a space, live space on Twitter. And then a podcast. There's a simulcast in the background. So I had to honor my blogging evolution to move into those areas in order to not so much experience more worldly success, which did happen because I was leveraging my presence and you know increasing my channels, all that good stuff. But to have fun, to nudge myself out of my comfort zone, to keep growing to keep thriving, to make blogging interesting, to keep it interesting, instead of making it like clockwork or being boring or being like, oh, write and publish another 7,000 word post this week. Ooh, those were doozies. Or when I was giving away a free ebook every week and then I finally, since I evolved and I've remained fixed, I'm like, this doesn't feel good, it's not working, people are getting the free version. And then I get it from an abundance mentality they could help to give away free ebooks. But when you give away one a week, people became overwhelmed. I mean, some thought this is great, and a lot of folks were overwhelmed. Couldn't keep up. I mean, they were only like 7,000 words to 15,000 words, but still. So since I wasn't stuck in my mind and I was open minded and I was open to evolving, honoring my evolution as a blogger, I said, I can't keep doing this. I got to evolve out of giving an ebook away a week, a freebie. So I did that. And when I did that, got more sales, helped more people. And then, like I said before, I reached that point where I'm like, oh, forget this. You know, so many short, sweet ebooks, and they're not getting the attention they deserve and all that stuff. So I'm like, forget it, pull them all from Amazon, or even evolving out of saying Amazon. And I would teach that. And I thought, you know, it was a good model, income model, because Amazon gives you access to hundreds of millions of people, or the billions, I don't know, hundreds of millions. And the peer review system is very solid. But then I began looking at the commission structure and really thinking it through. And I'm like, I'm handing so much money over to this guy, <laughs> this Bezos guy. And there's so many rules and, you know, he's making 60, 70% and I can only charge up to nine bucks, $9.99 for these ebooks. They're manuals, they're guides. And since I chose to evolve and honor my evolution in my mind, I went, screw this. I'm going to charge 10, at least 10 to 20 bucks for these things. And for the meteor ones, 20 bucks. Meaty, not meteor. You know, uh, 15,000 words of 100 practical tips. I'm like, no. So I did that. And that's part of evolving. Putting Amazon in the rearview mirror if you receive the intuitive pull to do it. 
but you have to actually figure out how you're going to evolve, how you need to evolve, why you need to evolve. And if you don't figure out why you need to evolve, if you don't look at your campaign and say, hmm, the blogger that I was, oh, I see we have a comment here. Uh, that doesn't have to do with the topic. I only answer on topic uh, comments. Ask me anything about evolving. Hey, 81 million strong, whoever you are. Are you evolving as a blogger? Let's talk about that, if you want to talk about it. If you don't, then no worries. But that's actually another perfect example. Live, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad you asked this question, 81 million strong. In the past, I would always answer off-topic questions. Now, technically, let's be truthful with each other because it's important, you know, for everybody out there and 81 million strong. An off-topic question is called spam. Not in a negative pejorative sense, but has nothing to do with how are you evolving as a blogger. So in the past, when I felt unclear and nervous and not as confident, and I had a lot of unclear energies in my mind, I would answer spam comments during my live broadcasts. How much money do you make? It has nothing to do with your evolution as a blogger. But I would still answer it, and it was because I hadn't evolved. I lacked the clarity. I thought, well, just get engagement going on, or I'm going to answer the question. And then I realized, like, oh, shit, I, we're only going to talk about what the topic is. And obviously anybody who's followed my blog or followed my blogging for career for the past 15 years understands that I never do income claims because 99% are horseshit. Most people lie. They lie through their teeth. And it makes no difference anyway because money is an illusion. And if you don't think that it is, uh, read A Course in Miracles. You got some work to do, folks. Blogging Padawans. But aside from that, I mean, light conjecture is okay, you know, when we're going into that. But I lack such great clarity when I first started with live broadcasts where I'd answer anything. And then as I practiced and I honored, I evolved and I honored it, I began to only give attention and energy to the topic, to anything, everything being on topic to everything that is on topic and nothing that's off topic. And that went from comments on my blog. I'm not talking about the obvious spam. I'm talking about a post where I'm talking about, say, uh, imagine me saying five tips to drive block traffic. And if someone asked, well, and there was no mention of it in the blog post, well, uh, what's blogging income? I never mentioned that in the post. So I would just mark it as spam and delete it because that's spam. It has nothing to do with the topic not listening you're not you know keeping it on topic you're not gonna, and that's okay i mean i'm not upset about it but this is an example so i had to do that on my blog on social media with youtube broadcasts with um anchor podcasts with twitter spaces and it's uncomfortable to evolve because you have this idea that you're one person and you look around and you'll see a lot of folks in the blogging world and in the world in general out of 7 billion humans who don't evolve. They keep making the same mistakes every day for one decade, two decades, three decades, four decades, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80 years old. They're acting like children. 
in some ways. They're making the same mistakes. Some gain wisdom because they're evolving. But on the blogging side of things, when you don't evolve, you stop having fun, growth stops, you're not experimenting, you won't be open-minded, you won't be flexible. And it's really important, guys, to have concepts like flexibility in your mind, to, to be open, because since most of us lack clarity at the beginning, we really, really, really have to get clear through experimentation. And even if we are, let's say, learning from a professional, it's like in my course, you know, the how to become a pro blogger in five steps. So you're learning from me, these are the five steps to go pro. You'll have those steps and you'll intuitively feel, okay, these, you know, Ryan, Circle and Globe, Pro Blogger, whatever, you know, you just resonate with my teaching style, keeping it simple, fundamentals, all that good stuff. But then you'll also, when you're in evolving mode, when you're in evolution mode, you'll understand that you're going to try some out. And if they really resonate with you, you'll run with them. And if they just don't, they don't resonate with you, they're not hitting the mark, you... Let them go. But if itching my nose here, chatting, why not? Question do you guys have about the video? How have you evolved as a blogger? Why not, right? So guys, when you're evolving, you're following advice from pro bloggers, yet you're running this advice through your intuitive filter. So when you decide to grow, you decide to be open-minded, to be flexible, you'll take what really resonates with you and you'll leave what doesn't. On top of that, when you start putting their advice into action, if you're in evolution mode and you're honoring your evolution, you'll do what keeps feeling fun, freeing, enjoyable, and what's working. And then after a while, you'll let go what you've outgrown. And that's the core topic of this video space podcast. Keep what feels fun and freeing, what's helping people, and what's yielding some success and sometimes you'll have to work at it for a bit before it yields some worldly success and then let go what you've outgrown. That is what you need to do to evolve and that's what you need to do to be a pro blogger. And you'll see bloggers making the same mistakes. They're asking the same questions. I see this with bloggers I've connected with over the past 15 years. I've known for that long. I've seen this with a lot of new bloggers and struggling bloggers on core. Well, I don't even say new bloggers. A lot of struggling bloggers have been struggling for years. On Quora, on Reddit, leaving me comments, you know, tweeting at me, comments on Facebook, comments on YouTube. They're making the same mistakes and then asking the same questions, ignoring the advice. Or maybe they followed the advice for a day or for a week. And then they come back the following week and say, I can't, I haven't made any money in the past week. How do you drive traffic? I tried that already. Now, there's no way in hell that these bloggers are evolving because if they were, 
they would follow sound advice at least for two to three to four months. And then it starts succeeding. They'd start driving more blog traffic and they'd be like, ah, my question has been answered. You know, my prayers have been answered. But ultimately, they just decided to grow. Now, same breath, <clears throat> if after one year, these bloggers are just loving guest blogging and it's really benefited them. Say so they followed that as a strategy. If they're evolving, you know, nobody does the same thing from the beginning of their blogging career. And they're open, there's just going to be various stages of your growth where you're going to stop doing what you've been doing, not to follow a new fad or a new trend. Absolutely not. But, but, <clears throat> because you've outgrown it and you're not of greatest benefit to everybody, you're not of the greatest benefit to the universe by still doing it. So the person who's been guest blogging after a year, they're like, I'm kind of burned out, kind of sick of this. Uh, I'm just not resonating with it anymore. I'm not really enjoying it. So I'm going to stop guest blogging. <clears throat> but in that same frame of mind, we're like, I'm going to let go guest blogging because I'm tired of it. And it's even kind of giving me some decent returns. But I'm tired of it. It feels heavy. It feels like real work. You let go guest blogging, which is cool because you're evolving, but then you also pick up something else. So you start genuine blog commenting, maybe, or broadcasting live, or podcasting. So it's not about just letting go and then giving up per se, unless you really don't resonate with blogging anymore. <clears throat> But when you get that heavy feeling about some strategy and it feels just tired and worn out, when you still love blogging, you'll receive inspiration, influence, you know, divining, <laughs> your intuition, your gut, that will say, here, guidance, you know, and divine guidance. Here, do this now. <clears throat> Start genuine blog commenting. It'll help you out. It'll help people accelerate your success, and it will help you connect with people. And then you do it. And this is all evolution is. And I've gone through so many seeming iterations over the years, guys. I've been doing this for 15 years because I've been at it, and that's going to happen. <clears throat> now, if you want to see, like, really famous people of the world that reinvent themselves, I mean, probably one of the most famous entertainers, and I don't know, recently, but as far as artists, think of Madonna. I mean, she started in the mid-'80s. And recently as much, but we're talking... 10, 15, 20, 25 years. It's like a, an artist, you know, singer, reinventing herself, finding new angles. And it's just kind of fascinating to see that. And you'll see that in the basketball world, professional athletes, how Kobe Bryant always added aspects to his game, evolving. Michael Jordan evolving when his athleticism basically went away, or largely, he added the jump shot. Same with Kobe. Uh, someone like LeBron James, just absolutely amazing athlete, came into the league. Not a great outside shooter, but he added it. And they're always adding something every summer. <clears throat> now, you as a professional blogger, and it's because they evolve. That's why they're the best. You as a professional blogger wants to keep, you want to keep evolving. You want to keep growing. Letting go what no longer resonates with you, what feels tired, old, or worn out, and being open to what feels freeing, a little exciting, fun, uncomfortable too, 
And when you do this regularly, guys, routinely, you're going to run laps around people who just get stuck in the <clears throat> devolution, but none, they just, they're stuck in concrete. They don't evolve. Well, write a blog post once a week, read and comment on five blogs. And they're doing this for two, three, four, five years. Guys, the blogger you begin as is going to be light years behind the blogger you evolve into if you're open-minded and if you keep letting go your fears, your limiting beliefs. <clears throat> and it's like me, my first video was 37 takes in 2008, I believe. Now in 2022, I've done thousands and thousands and thousands of videos, thousands and thousands and thousands of live broadcasts, so I don't have to do 37 takes with this one. I could sit here for a half hour or an hour if I wanted two hours and talk about this topic in depth. That's 15,000 to 20,000 hours of blogging experience or more over 15 years. And that's also evolution. <clears throat> because if I was still trying to churn and burn those 60 thin blog posts, 100, 200, 300 words between two blog posts a day, or two blogs a day, along with those 20 to 30 second videos. It's funny when I think about it, even 10 second videos. <clears throat> you wouldn't have this guy presenting videos in this fashion. I wouldn't be able to help you in the way that I am. It's only because I've evolved and I've chosen to evolve. And it's uncomfortable sometimes honoring your evolution because you identify, you're thinking, oh, I'm letting go. I, I let go blog commenting. I let go guest blog. I let go volume publishing Then 7,000 words a week. And then SEO. I was doing SEO for a while. I evolved out of that because it's just not fun and enjoyable and it doesn't yield the greatest amount of value for you guys. I figured it out. <clears throat> I felt it intuitively. Don't mindlessly do anything, guys. That's one of the problems of the world. People mindlessly, like robots, follow advice even from pros without feeling it out intuitively and without evolving. So now I'm using the strategy where I'm updating a number of posts today and usually publishing one post, writing and publishing a post. But then talking to more new bloggers and people, struggling bloggers and veteran bloggers on Quora and Reddit, but I'm not going to be fixed. I'll evolve all of that if I need to. Not if I need to, if, if I just feel that pull and I'm sure I will. <clears throat> it's just how it is, guys. We're half hour in. I'm going to do a little yoga here. It looks like the battery's going out on the lappy. So I will say ta-ta. Thanks so much for joining uh, YouTube folks. going to roll. And to the podcast crowd, I will say ta-ta anchor.